Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So today I was listening to my beautiful friend, Rhiannon Rose, and her podcast about self-love and self-care. And in that, she talks about, you know, one of the things that she implements every single day, which is taking five minutes to wash her face and to meet her eyes in the mirror um, and to just give herself that self-love. And it just really prompted me to do this episode talking about daily ritual. Now, I sat with a beautiful one of my ready to ready to rise girls coaching clients yesterday morning. Um, she's a really busy mom of, of two little kids, and you know, we spoke about the importance of daily routine. But I'm a firm believer and a firm knower that our daily routine shouldn't be unobtainable. So, you know, we will see influencers on Instagram or beautiful people that we follow um, who wake up in the morning and they'll have a cup of tea and they'll sit with that and they'll journal and they might do some somatic movement and perhaps they'll do a bit of breath work or whatever it is. And I understand that the reality as a mom kind of means that we don't have a couple of hours to spare in the morning. But I'm always shocked by people who don't have any form of daily routine or or morning routine, I should say, or morning devotional practices. Now, before you leave and go, what the fuck is she talking about? Stay with me. My devotional practice is very simple. But as I say, I'm very shocked by the people by people who wake up and, and kind of the alarm goes off and they're on autopilot and they get ready for work or they get they attend to their kids or whatever it is. Um, daily routines, game changers in setting up your day. And they do not need to be lengthy or complicated or anything like that. They can be incredibly simple. So my morning routine, as soon as I wake up, which is about six o'clock, six thirty every morning, um, I allow my body to wake up itself. And I'm very privileged in that I don't need to set an alarm for anything. Um, I'm an early riser, particularly in winter when the sun comes up that little bit earlier, autumn or whatever in now, right? So I love this time of year. So I will generally wake if I'm well from between 6 and 6.30 and my dogs are both staring at me. (laughs) One of the reasons I don't like alarms and I feel that if we can train our body not to use an alarm, regardless of whether we need to get up to go to work, We are doing our nervous system an incredible amount of justice. And let me tell you why, because imagine slowly waking up to light filling your room or slowly waking up as your body allows you. So maybe that's your delicious Sunday mornings, or maybe that was 20 years ago before you had children. Maybe you can't remember what that feels like, you know, and we have to work with the sweet spot of our life. But I know that we can train our body to work, to wake up at a certain time. So if your kids regularly wake at six, you can train your body to work at five. Now, obviously, if your kids are waking up all fucking night, please don't do that. Please sleep as much as possible. But if your child wakes up once at night and then they wake up at 6 a.m. and you want a devotional practice of half an hour to yourself, you can train your body to wake up a little bit earlier. The other thing you do can do is go, this is the chaotic shit fuck time of my life and I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. And that's so fine as well. Anyway, back to the morning practices. So imagine that slow waking up and that like, okay, versus which sometimes jolts us awake. And sometimes we feel our heart pumping in our chest. So I will rarely set an alarm. And it's generally if I want to go and view the sunrise or if I want to have a sunrise swim or if I'm going to an event, I will set an alarm. And that pumping in my chest is not a great way to start my day <laughs> because we're still in a dreamlike state when we wake up yeah we're in a beautiful dreamlike subconscious state and we wake up and we're like holy fuck oh it's a real jolt into reality 
Anyway, so that's what I do. I allow myself to wake up naturally. And if you want tips on that, I can help you with that because regardless of your routine or where you need to be, you can make that happen. I'm privileged in that I don't start my work day until 10 a.m. <laughs> you know, I go to the gym, get the kids off school, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm digressing. I wake up, my little labos are staring at me. Daphne normally comes and jumps on me, which helps with that wake up just a little bit more. I, depending on the weather and what I've slept in, I'll chuck on a jumper or some pants or whatever. I grab my dog sleeves, I put the legs around my neck and I say, let's go. And we wander out my front gate down to, I call it the back paddock, but it's essentially we walk through a court and there's some communal kind of reserve area. Um, and we wander there every day. And that's how I slowly wake up. Now, my dogs have that routine very ingrained. So that's their morning walk. Yeah. And I just wander and I'll probably voice note my friends and have a little bit of communication. If I was being super spiritual and super disciplined, perhaps I would listen to a meditation or a podcast, or perhaps I'd do silent listening. But that is ingrained in my daily routine. And I don't even see that as a ritual or a practice because it's just something that I innately do every single fucking day, every day. And it's a really beautiful way to start the day. Now, the reasons why it's beneficial is one, I'm getting my feet on the earth as soon as I wake up. I'm also getting natural sunlight in my eyes, which is really great for my circadian rhythm. Yeah. My dogs are getting out. I don't have anything else to worry about because when we're like, oh, I haven't been to the gym yet. Oh, I haven't walked the dogs yet. That weighs on our energy. It takes up part of our energetic capacity and it takes away from our potency. So knowing that we can, you know, <laughs> get things done in the morning is really powerful. So that's how I start my day. And sometimes I'm lucky enough to see beautiful sunrises. Sometimes I will go, hey, let's drive down to the beach and start our day today, you know, but that's my practice. Then I come home and I make myself a cacao. So I make myself a cacao with my mushrooms um, and my herbs. It's getting a bit ridiculous at the moment. At the moment, I add mushroom probiotics, reishi, tremella mushroom, <laughs> a little bit of cayenne pepper, cinnamon, and turmeric. So it's getting a bit, a bit silly, but it's such a beautiful way. And again, I do this on autopilot. I crave my cacao in the morning. I have it instead of a coffee. I was able to kick my coffee habit about six months ago. And I'm actually on autopilot fueling my body with all of this delicious stuff that's so good for me every single day. And I set my intention within my cacao as I drink it. And that's my time to myself. And my kids will come to me like, mom, mom, can you make me mom, mom? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm having my cacao and then I will. And that's my promise to myself. And that's my boundary to my kids. And my kids respect that most of the time. Sometimes they're like, oh, I want to get I'm like, no, I'm having my cacao. You, know? <laughs> you can wait five minutes. Now, often after that, I'll make myself some breakfast, head off to the gym or do whatever it is that I want to do. But my daily ritual is that bloody simple. It is as soon as I wake up, wander. It's not like put the runners on and go for a big walk and take off 12,000 steps and listen to a podcast. It's literally feet on the earth, go for a walk. That's my daily ritual. Come back, give myself a nourishing cup of cacao. It doesn't have to be lengthy, yeah? Now, I'm also pretty self-aware. It doesn't mean I'm, I do the right thing all the time. I will know when I need to journal. I won't journal. <laughs> I'll, think, I'll think about it and I know that I need to. But I won't necessarily do what I need to do. But I'm quite self-aware in that, oh, I haven't journaled for a while. I've got lots to do. So let me journal it. You know, so ritual, ritualism and bringing in what we know is beneficial to us, it doesn't have to be every day. And our practices can change. Like for a while there, I was cold water swimming, like all the time, like all the time, every day. Um, you know, for a while it was getting up and going for a 5K run every morning. They were a bit too extreme. But 
Our rituals don't have to be the same every day, but I highly recommend that you have an easy to implement ritual that is for you. Sometimes my kids wake up and they're like, mom, can I come up for a walk with you? And sometimes I say yes. And every time I say yes, I'm always like, oh my God, why did I say yes? Because it's my time for myself. Yeah. And if I say no, I get the mum guilt. Of course I do. But it's really that time to just be with me. And one of my coaches, Brielle, said once, you know, that she'll always do her meditations in the morning or whatever it is that she's setting out to do for herself. She'll do that in the morning because if we don't do it in the morning, we're actually allowing the day to overtake us. We're allowing ourselves to be overtaken by the day and we're allowing our needs to only be met when things work out, you know, in the slices of leftover time. So if you can dedicate some time to yourself in the morning, and again, this builds self-trust. This is what I give to myself every day. This builds self-trust. If your ritual is 85 minutes long, you're not going to be able to do that for yourself every single day and you're going to lose self-trust. So if you can do something, even if it's like you wake up and as you make a coffee, you put some music on and you dance and you shake your bum and you shake your hips and you really drop in, that can be your daily ritual. It doesn't have to be fancy. Look, the more ritualism, the more spirituality, the more practices you bring into your life, the more embodied you're going to be. It's going to be incredible for you. But like, we're not just living. (laughs) I always like to say I have one foot firmly planted in human reality and one foot in the stars, right? In the spirit realm. So like, we're not just little fairies dancing around living joyous lives all the time as much as we want to be. So to think that we can, you know, dedicate hours and hours to ourselves every single day might not be realistic. I mean, in a perfect world, yes, let's live in the forest and let's frolic among the flowers but most of us are not living that lifestyle yet so whilst we're not living that lifestyle and whilst we're raising babies or we're going out to work in the world or whatever we're doing how can we embody and involve a small ritual that gives back to ourselves? now if any of you are listening to this being like I just simply can't do that I am you I was you when I was coached by my first ever coach, I think she wanted to slap me through the face in my Zoom sometimes because I was like, I just don't have time. <laughs> and she was like, can you make time? And I'm like, no, I can't make time. So if that is you, I'm calling you up. I'm calling you forward. <laughs> Wake up five minutes earlier, have a cup of tea in peace. You know, and I'm so aware, I have two, two kiddos myself. I'm so bloody aware that sometimes our kids do not allow this from us. Sometimes our kids, we go, oh, I'm getting up. I'm having the morning to myself. And the kids are like, hello. But we still, how can we implement what, we, what it is that we choose? It can be like, sorry, mate, I'm having a cup of tea. I'll be with you in a moment. Maybe you can need an iPad for five minutes. Whatever it is, <laughs> give to yourself first, my love. Speaking of little peace interrupters, in comes Mrs. Daphne Bridge. <laughs> how did you get outside? I'm going to love you and leave you. Have a beautiful day, my loves. Um, If you haven't reviewed my podcast, please do. If you find this beneficial, please share it with a friend. I'll be back to talk to you soon. Bye, my darlings. That's...